overly religious pages and their their memes and stuff that they yeah. and there was one that was uh it was like an anti-pot thing right and it has this like before and after photo yeah but the before is a picture of tyson fury the boxer <laughs> yeah and the picture on the right the after photo was johnny sins Porn star, oh, yeah. wow! The porn star, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, before is like stoner, and then it's like reformed Christian. And I commented, his dick got bigger too. What do you see? I mean, so I've, wild. He found Christ, and his dick got huge. I will tell you though, I've seen that man bring a lot of people to the Lord. It's true. He brought a true. lot of folks. <laughs> He's made a lot of people light. scream the Lord's name. <laughs> <You> no. <know? laughs> Welcome to Opinions Like A-Holes, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions, most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. With a, with a, with a movie review about a current movie. A what? current movie in theaters right now. I have a review ready to go. Is it Godzilla again? <laughs> no, but okay. I, I would. I would. <laughs> that would be so damn good. I would. I know, I know. Um, Ar- Argyle is okay. Okay. I, that's a You watched it? Yeah, it was all right. It, there's action. There's John Cena, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Bryce and, uh, Dallas uh, Howard's good. Is that BDH? Uh, yeah, BDH is okay, in it. Nice. And then uh, HC. Are we going by initials for everybody? Is that our thing? No, right? I just okay. call her BDH. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Henry Cavill's good. The whole cast is fun. Sam Rockwell. Sam Wait, Caviezel's in it? Caviezel's in it. No, Caviezel. Caviezel. Oh, 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 Superman. Superman, the good one. not the good Jesus. One. No. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the good one. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, and then Sam Rockwell. <laughs> amazing in everything he does. <clears throat> for sure. Sam Rockwell's a scene stealer. Yeah. Uh, Sam Jackson. Great in everything he does. Pretty much. You got an actor named Sam in your movie. You're, you're it was right made path. by the guy who made The Kingsman, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, because Vaughn. It, and it's it very felt like it was Vaughn. going to be the same movie. Ah, uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. I want to see that. Over the, the trailer, top ridiculous action. Very sure. much like that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Everybody, please welcome back Mr. Larry Tibbs. Yeah. Welcome back, sir. Thanks for coming back. Yeah. Uh, so did you, you've seen uh, uh, the other one. What was the... Uh, Matthew Vaughn's stuff? Yeah. You're talking about Kingsman, the Secret Yeah, the service? Kingsman. Did you see those? The, the old school Kingsmans? Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen them. I don't. I think I saw the second one. I might not have finished. I saw the first one, and it was fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's you know, it's but, the same thing. It's kind of ridiculous action set pieces. Yeah, yeah. and they're kind of poking fun at at the genre a little bit. It's a little. That's tongue- what this is. Yeah. This is very much poking fun at the James Bond super spy type stuff. Genre. Okay, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a lot of That's fun. There's a lot of who's on what side kind who's of stuff. Who's on first? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. <laughs> and I, I actually want to see it because I'm a big fan of Henry Cavall. You know, yeah. I want to see. How he could play this role besides Superman. We just know him from Superman. Exactly. And, and plus, John Cena is in it. Like you said, yeah, Samuel Jackson is in it. The cast is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Goddamn, if Cena hasn't just turned out to be such a fucking likable dude. Yeah, John he's, Cena. Yeah. yeah, he's always been a likable dude. For, for sure. But I when he first came out in, in, in WWF, before it was WWE, was he I, I, I hated he his character. Because it, it felt like another... Vince trying to yeah. put black culture on a white character like yes. Hakeem yes. the American yes. the African dream and and so it, I was a little annoyed by it because it didn't feel like something John Cena chose necessarily it was it was pretty much that's how WWE machine works exactly but I'm, as a wrestler fan though at that time living in it it was pretty cool to see fair okay. enough you know it was pretty cool to see but then when when John Cena got out of that character and he just started wearing them different colors and yeah. It, it was right after he did the Marine movie. He changed his oh, yeah, changed his yeah. character a little bit. He became more the face of the company. Yeah, a little and, bit more of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's that's always nice whenever you can see those uh, the wrestlers that are are bigger than the character Vince put them in. Yes, and and their personality lets them take take, take charge. Yep. Yeah, a hundred percent. The Rock's just so cold. You know yeah. those those folks. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Stone Cold's character was fucking great. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Beat the hell out of stunning Steve Austin. Everybody wanted to be like Stone Cold. <laughs> you want to you want to walk in and whip your boss's ass sometimes? Yeah, that's what you want. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, remember him with hair? Boy, what a trip that was. Yes. That's stunning Steve Austin. Stunning Steve Austin. His tag team partner was Brian Pillman. Flying Brian Pillman. Yeah. 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 Whose son is uh, wrestling at NXT right now? Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. He's. Amazing! You guys are gonna need to check high him out. flyer like his dad. No, he's uh he's kind of not not like a high flyer like okay. not like his dad. All right, but his character he plays I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's legit. They mm. called him Flying Brian because he liked to jump off shit. Yeah, man. absolutely. Man, wrestling's one of those things, man. I, I haven't been into wrestling since I was young, mm-hmm. and, and to hear y'all talk about it, it feels like one of those those deep holes like if i start getting into it i'm just gonna fall down and, i don't and keep just, up with it uh yeah. currently but i still you know ancillary like i i, I know who's in it i right. know who's you know what how, how long has it been since you watch wrestling oh we're talking single digits ages like <laughs> seven years old type stuff we had what? a we had a conversation last night because like you know we deep into it you know mm-hmm. and we in the mix of wrestlemania season and one thing about this generation of wrestling is so big and global now mm-hmm. that it's starting to bring the fans back that was i see that a lot yeah, yeah. they're starting to bring it back and it's starting to um gain new fans yeah. <laughs> but you know <laughs> if you're not if you haven't kept up in a while it's going to be hard if you go down that rabbit hole, yeah. and you go call one of your friends that's into it, and you and he has to explain to you certain situations. Like now, now <laughs> why, why are was these they, two mad at each other? Yeah, now why was they having sex on live TV in two thousand six? Like, hey, listen, it was a crazy time. <laughs> yeah. It was a crazy time. We it, you had to be there. Yeah. This is post Monday Night Wars, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we see that in other fandoms. You know, in comic books, I'm a comic book guy. We see that yeah, a lot. Yeah. We're yeah. like, you're like, why why is this X Man dead and now sleeping with so and so? Well, okay, sit down. Yeah. Yeah. A story to tell. <laughs> Wolverine got all these kids. This is the reason why. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly. What you're Wolverine fucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but does anyone ever have a doubt? I mean, come on. Yeah. He's also doubt. just incredibly potent sperm. <laughs> yeah. <God. laughs> oh. Always hits the mark. He's like he's like that. He's like that pit bull in the hood. Everybody wanted sperm. <laughs> <laughs> he's hey hey bestie is at what he does. He has, you know? He's incredibly <laughs> accurate. He jizz he jizzes one individual sperm and it fertilizes every. Every time. Everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it, weren't there because it cuts its way in with its adamantium tail. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, adamantium tail. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, but that's why I'm not jumping into wrestling right now. Too much. Because I mean, and there's so many other worlds that I play in. You know, with yeah. comics, with video games. I've been getting into Godzilla lately. You know, and I just, man, maybe, maybe at 45, let maybe me, next year. Let, no, let me tell you. Yeah, you should get into it now. Oh yeah, this is the time oh, to become man. a wrestling fan. God damn, this I, is the time. I bet this, it is because the, I bet the transition to a post Vince McMahon yes, world is yes. going to be really interesting. Yes, yeah. it is. It's already it's, it's already shown. And Triple it, H is actually taking over. Yeah, I was just about to ask that. He's yeah. the one in control now. Yeah, Triple so. H is the one that's actually taking over. Are you a fan? Oh yeah, I'm a diehard fan of Triple H. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of what he's doing, you know. Creatively with WWE, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. He's okay. putting on. You can see the difference between a Vince McMahon pay per view 
and a Triple, Triple H, H pay-per-view. Okay. Like, it's the crowd. It was at, like, wrestling had got to a point in the last five years where we just, we just literally, whatever they threw at us, we were just like, we'll take it. Yeah. But now we are reinvested. Like, it's a wrestler you probably don't know. His name is Roman Reigns right now. No, no, no. I've seen him. Yeah, You've yeah. seen him? Yeah, working at Fox, I'd see a lot of matches on TV. Yes. You know, because I'd be working on my shows. Yes. And we were okay. on after yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, so. Rock's when I, cousin. When I tell you, yeah, The Rock's cousin. Yeah. When I tell you, when that man enters the arena, mm-hmm. it's like, you you might as well, Jesus came back. You it's might as well say Jesus yeah. came back. Like, his his whole wrestling aura, the whole aura of the, of his whole aura is just, like, incredible. There's nothing like it. Yeah. Like he's bringing that, um, he's bringing that Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Stone Cold, The that, Rock, that superstar level. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it it changes. He's been champ for four years, Oof. for four years straight. I didn't so, realize that. That's yeah. cool. And now that The Rock has came back, mm. yeah, man, it, it, this is a great time it's to be wrestling fan. Time. All yeah. right, all right, man. man. I'm not going to have any free time. I'm just, uh, I'm just accepting that, man. <laughs> to put some perspective on how weird some of the eras were, I saw the last live wrestling event I went to mm-hmm. was a Monday Nitro taping. And Ooh. it was during the Ready to Rumble storyline with David Arquette. David Arquette, yeah. And D- Diamond Dallas <laughs> and, and all Dave, that was going on. David Arquette won the WCW title? Yes, he did. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that it was, was during that, that. That was a weird time for WCW. Me and my buddy Keith went to take a piss at one point during the show, and as we were coming back, we were walking down the hallway, and we walked right past Stacy Keebler. And sometimes you see someone so pretty that they don't look real. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She looked like it was like we walked by a CGI. It was. Um, I was like, "That's a real person." Yeah. yeah Holy I shit! I bet it was wild. You think that's something? Wait till you see these women now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus she was Christ. so fucking tall, too. That's been a fun it thing. It was all legs. Her, I she know, just had long it was, legs. It was like, you know, not even t- talking about it from her being incredibly attractive, but just from a, a, a sheer humanity standpoint, it was wild to see someone that proportionally, her legs were so, so, so long. Yeah. And then her torso was normal. Yeah. See, yeah. yeah. It was so wild. They were. She was like 6'3 or something, 6'4. Yeah. Very yeah. tall. Well, and it's been impressive. It's been neat to I was, see. I asked her to get some shit off the top shelf for me. You're like, can you reach that? I was <laughs> like, hey, can you help me get the cereal? I'm little. <laughs> These chicks now will pick you up so you can get it yourself. Hey, I'm for it. Yeah, I'm little. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm heavy, but I'm short. Yeah. Well, what do the kids say? Up, up, uh, uppies, uh, uppies, <laughs> uppies, <laughs> uppies. <laughs> Mommy, uppies. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think I'm understanding that tall girl fetish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, what was the... The Resident Evil character, or whatever. Oh it was. yeah, the Lady Demiscu or whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> this one. Well, we're back, everybody. Did Little we, technical difficulty. We, we travel in time. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, the uh, recording just decided to fucking bail out for all, a minute. All um, the talk about how bu- we we gave a detailed history on the public domain of of Winnie the Pooh, and now it's all gone. Well, that was good. That was a good conversation too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Blood and Honey already has a sequel of uh, Winnie the Pooh Murderous Tales. Yeah. Uh, and we were just going through the incredibly long list of voice jobs done by the original Winnie the Pooh voice actor Jim Cummings. Yeah. Uh, Wait, hold on. So Jim Cummings played in Jimmy. So Jimmy Neutron was another one for me. And okay. He played Ultra Lord and yep. he played the General. 
Mission Control. Have y'all seen Jimmy Neutron Boy G? Very long little. time ago. Yeah, yeah, I gotta watch that. He played right. Butch and Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Get out of here, man. I saw uh, we were talking about him being Pete, uh, the dog from Disney cartoons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I forgot Pete was Goofy's boss in, in uh, uh, a Goofy movie. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Which, which Ed the Hyena. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ed the Hyena from Lion King. We, we talked about how he was Scar's singing voice. Amazing voice. Uh, which uh, also kind of surprised that Jeremy Irons is not a singer. You know, would have thought Jeremy Irons really? himself would have been a bit of a singer. Okay. I could tell based on the way he speaks that he can't sing. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like he could turn that to a... All right, fine. You say so. Uh, the other, a couple other notable ones that we missed so that people don't freak out and go, I can't believe you didn't mention fucking Darkwing Duck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Darkwing, Darkwing Duck. Duck. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what was the other ones? Um, Bonkers. Bonkers the Cat, Monterey Jack from Chippendale. Bonkers, too. Man, there's some interesting story behind Bonkers. Is there? Bonkers was conceived because uh, the deal to make more Who Framed Roger Rabbit movies fell through. Really? Roger Rabbit was supposed to be like a massive franchise. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard. And there was a falling out between the people that kind of came together to create it. Like I want to say like the two lead producers. And because of that... The entire project just fell apart, and they did the wow. movie. They did, I think, three shorts that aired in front of some other films, mm-hmm. yeah. and then there was nothing. But there was still some ideas for for new Bonkers content that eventually became the cartoon. Or excuse me, new Roger Rabbit content that eventually became the cartoon Bonkers, uh, and that's why Bonkers had the same kind of like silly, irreverent, anything could happen kind of feel like yeah. Roger Rabbit did. Hmm. Yeah. Wasn't one of those shorts before Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Yep, I think you're right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was a deep pull. Yeah, yeah. I um from, I, my, from my core memories. Yeah, yeah. Right. The uh, there, there's a there's another podcast called Talking Simpsons uh, that that dips into some other TV shows and, and and movies and other properties. And they did a a multi part breakdown of, of the Roger Rabbit story. Hmm. Uh, so if you're looking to learn more, uh, check that out. Boy, I'm really now I'm realizing I'm gonna have to go back and see if we missed the part where we talked about uppies. Right. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Was, yeah, was that before or after? I don't know. Uh, uh, and by the way, right, I think right when it cut out is when I said this one, and uh, that's when I'm holding up a sticker that was made by a friend of the show, uh, Zach Raw. Yeah, so they so they definitely missed us talking about how we're going to be talking more about Zach in the coming weeks. Yes, because this is episode 299. 299. Yeah, That's a lot of us bullshitting. It's too much time in your house. Your family does not like me. That's not true. Two hundred. They tolerate. Two hundred and nine. What episode was I on first? The first time I was here. Good question. I'd have to look up in the archives. Fifties or sixties. Yeah. Somewhere. And I, I think it was twenty nineteen. Yeah. No. It couldn't have been that long ago. Nope. It was twenty nineteen. Wow. Time is a motherfucker. Because I I had just moved back from uh, Dallas. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. That's wild, man, too. You know, you just celebrated a birthday this last week? Yes, I did. Yeah. February 7th. Yes, hey, I did. Hey, you, uh, can, nice. can I mention how old you are on air? Yeah, go ahead. You're, you're 31 now, right? 31. And I was thinking about that, how how you had made that trip to Dallas and back. Like, you, mm-hmm. you've you kind of had an interesting story already in 31 years, you know? In 30, yes, I did. I, I did. I've had some ups, some downs, some downs, down, downs, and then some ups and ups and ups and down, down, down. Right. <laughs> but now I'm like, I just feel like everything changes once you turn 30, you get older, you get mature, you get um, smarter, make your smarter decisions, and you just 
just coast. Like, yeah. I turned 30 last year, and I still feel like I haven't even really celebrated my 30th. <laughs> so, right. And now I'm I'm celebrating my my 31st this weekend. So, yeah, it's... Nice. Yeah. But I didn't... Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I didn't get my shit together until 32, almost 33. Yeah. So, no... But, but, but... I've read a lot of lot um seen a lot of things, read a lot of a lot of things where people do say that. You don't really truly find out who you are. Who you are until yeah. you're in your mid thirties. I absolutely so, believe that. Yeah. And I did I met my wife when I was thirty two and everything fucking changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And now I'm forty two and things are okay. That's but, all right. <laughs> no, things are good. That's but, all right. Yeah, it seems like things are uh, on the up for you now. You had a, a hell of a set at Bricktown the other night. Yes. Nice. Yes. And then uh, you, you just started a new podcast? Yeah, I did. The Wrestling Chop Shop. The Wrestling Chop Shop. I actually got two, but the Wrestling Chop Shop is, is dear near my heart because I've been a Passion wrestling project. fan. Yeah, man. I've been a wrestling fan since I was probably five, four or five years old. Mm-hmm. So it's like I've been sitting on this idea of doing the Wrestling Chop Shop since 2019, mm-hmm. 2019, 2018. Um, we just got it started. I'm on there with my boy Cepeda, oh, nice. uh, Cepeda Cheeks, yeah, um, and my boy Jetway, Jetway Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we got a couple of more people coming on, but all we do is sit around, talk about wrestling. And yeah, man, it's super duper fun. Like, I'm going to WrestleMania this year, my third year oh, going to WrestleMania. Yeah. So I'm going to nice. do a live episode with one of my boys down there. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Where are they wait. doing it this year? Philadelphia. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. going to be a fun trip. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 I can't wait for next year. Next year is supposed is rumored to be in Las Vegas. Ooh, so nice. I want my podcast up and going so I can be part of that that Vegas Vegas vibe, you know? I uh, So I became a wrestling fan around the same age as you. I was around five. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Just some perspective of where wrestling was at that point. I, I became a fan around five, and right be- right before I turned six years old mm-hmm. was WrestleMania three, mm. which for the layman is the legendary Hulk Hogan, Hogan Andre the Giant slam. Yeah, yeah. And my dad, my bio dad, yeah, who I have not spoken to in over twenty years. One of my very few good memories is watching that with him yeah. when it happened. And from then on, it was I was obsessed. Yeah. Because I got to see the whole buildup, the whole buildup of, of Andre turning heel. Yeah. And and the whole thing. And so invested. Yeah. And yeah, yeah man, I was diehard for till I was in my twenties for sure. Yeah. Till after the Monday Night Wars, after WCW was gone. Yeah. I was still paying attention. And then you know, I never fell out of for any other reason, just because I was just you know doing other shit and just kind of stopped watching. Yeah, know? yeah. But uh, still keep up, still know who's there. I one of the things I've really enjoyed is watching some of the newer generations of kids of wrestlers. You yes. know, we were talking about Cody yeah. Rhodes and yeah. Brian Pillman's kid and all that. That's been really cool. <laughs> you seeing. know, speaking of that, you know, it was funny. Like I have a uh, my my brother. I watch it with him. Um, I got him back invested in wrestling. He was he was the old school attitude era wrestling mm-hmm. fan. So um, I took him to SmackDown. They came to Tulsa. We had like ringside seats. So he became re- like back invested into wrestling. And it's so funny that every wrestler that comes out, I'll be like, "Hey man, you know that's you remember Dusty Rhodes?" He's like, "Yeah, that's his son right there." He's yeah. like, "That's his son." I'm yeah. like, "Yeah." I'm like, hey, you, 
You, you know who that is? That's nope. Ric Flair's daughter. Yeah, that's Ric Flair's <laughs> daughter. So he's like, all these dudes that I used to grow up watching their kids is wrestling now. I said, yeah, mm-hmm. man. And it's, it's funny to explain that to him, though. Like, we was watching um, NXT, Brian, uh, Brian Pillman's son. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, man, who is this dude? He looks like uh, Brian Pillman. I said, well. That's because it's his kid. That's his son. <laughs> he was like, what? Brian Pillman had a son? It's yeah, so it's so did. fun to watch. And it's super cool to see um, old wrestlers see their kids wrestling to this day. It's, it's super yeah, cool. Yeah, even some of the ones whose fathers aren't with us anymore, you know, that are doing it. Yeah, yeah. Dusty's, Dusty's not with us. Do you know you remember, you guys remember Rikishi? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So his two twins, the Uso brothers. Yep. Probably the best tag team in wrestling history. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they're very good. That whole family, though. I mean that that family is deep. Yes. Yeah. Because Rikishi and the Rocker related. Yeah. Roman okay. Reigns. And, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, going back to Rocky Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, man, pretty much every Samoan wrestler that that really made it. Is almost all of them are in that family. Yeah, nice. Yeah, okay. they were they were a, a dynasty. They were, I mean they they're they were deeper than the Von Erichs. They're deeper than the Hearts. Oh, way deep. Yeah, way mm. deeper. You got the Von Erichs, the Hearts. Can't forget the McMahon's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dusty, Dusty, Dustin, and Cody Rose. Mm-hmm. You got um, the Fatu family, which is what the Rock is. You know, yeah, the Samoan dynasty is what yeah, they call yeah, yeah. Them. And they, uh, they're the deepest roster, I think. They've yeah, they're gotta the deepest. Be. There's they're the so deepest. many. It started with High Peach, Cheater, My Via, and then it just went down right after that. Yep. Yeah. So, and it's 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 so neat to see uh, the these these worlds of entertainment that are are very much tied into our generation. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, these are the stuff that came about when we were kids or just before our time as kids, and to see that getting that that sense of dynasty, that sense of legacy, that sense of family tradition. Yeah. You know, you see it because, you, you know, we know it from Hollywood, you know, uh, was it uh, Liza Minnelli's kid is, is Carrie Fisher or whatever. That, that's not yeah. right. But you know what I mean? These Nepo babies. Yeah. You know, like the, the, we see that legacy in music, you know, Bob Dylan's son started playing music, you know, and to now see it in, um, you know, we see it in, in, in wrestling. We see it in, uh, uh, you know, comics has done it for years where you've got your legacies of Robins <laughs> coming in after Batman, you know, and yeah, you yeah, them come yeah. up. I, love I mean, it really makes sense when you think about it if, you know, because if your kid wants to follow in your footsteps, if you're one of the best to ever have done something and you're teaching your offspring how to do that thing, they're most likely going to yeah. be pretty fucking good. And it means for us, you know. Or better. As, yeah. We get to share that with the next generation, you yes, know, absolutely. whether it's kids, nephews, nieces, you know, you know, the, you know, kids we mentor or tutor. It's a chance to share what we love because it's also something they love. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Oh, here's yeah. a fun one. You'll like this, too. Whenever uh, this past uh, was it Cinco de Mayo when they do the wrestling outside. OK, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This was so fun. So we took Eleanor and she'd never seen any live wrestling. And we were standing next to a, a couple that had a couple of kids, um, and they'd never been. And it was obvious that the couple didn't really know wrestling very much. And so I was telling Eleanor, like, all the things. I was like, you know, hey, when the bad guys come out, you got to boo them. You got to thumbs yeah. down. You got to yeah. boo. And then, the, you know, the good guys come out. You got to cheer them and all this stuff. And then I started including their kids in it. And, like, when the bad guys come out, I was like, all right, guys, come on. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Yeah. And they were fucking loving it and it was so fun for me yeah like i was having a fucking blast man and and that's one thing too when i go to wrestling events like 
I, I enjoy it more when I look at the kids' faces. Oh, it's the best. Because the kids, to me, it warms my heart because I remember being their age. Yes. And then it, it, it felt like that again. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Like you remember this was you at that wrestling event. Yes. And yo, somebody told you, you got to boo him or you got to cheer him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, my first wrestling event I ever saw? Which one? I saw, uh, I saw the headline was uh, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Ooh. And the undercard right under that was Ultimate Warrior Papa Shango. Oh, that's a good oh, card. Cool. Was that <laughs> here in Tulsa? Yeah, that was here in Tulsa. Oh, I like that. It was a house show. You're going to laugh at mine. It's my very first uh Live event wrestling show. The main event was Triple H versus Kurt Angle. Oh, damn. And then in the undercard, it was The Undertaker. Shit. I want to say it was The Undertaker versus Booker T. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Remember when Booker T called Hogan the N word? That was one of my favorite memories. Yeah, world. it was. Yeah, it was so fucking funny. <laughs> ah, he was so. And upset. then watching watching Sherry yeah. like trying, she was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, like, trying not to laugh. Oh man, yeah, that was one of my favorite moments. That too. shit was so funny. You know, he was like, I, I bet after that camera cut out, he laughed so fucking hard. He was like, yeah. "Whoa, whoops!" Oh, uh, hey man, I wanted to say too, you had a great set too the other night. Thank you, man. That yeah. was a fun set. Yeah, it was. That man. was a fun night at Bricktown. It's always a pleasure doing when you when you on the shows man it's a pleasure to see you there because oh, i like because i think it was at one time you had stopped doing stand-up right yeah i kind of took a break yeah. yeah yeah same there yeah there for a little while i thought i was done yeah I, yeah as i get yeah, it I, could, I couldn't stage. write man there for a long time i couldn't write yeah wh- but i've been on a tear yeah. i've been on a tear lately good good i like to see that yeah i feel like i've been a little you know i'm not you know i'm not writing big but i'm at least something each yeah. week yeah know? for so, sure so at least that i got something something a little new even if i don't always bring it to the stage just to get my mind working around yeah it, you know chris so. rock said it best chris rock said it best i was watching the interview he was like um it's okay to take a break from comedy you got to live life a little bit mm-hmm. you got to live life a little bit get start dating get in a relationship travel mm-hmm. do something out of ordinary then you have something to write about when you come back. Yeah, yeah. agree. So, yeah. That's I've why taken a I couple usually... breaks. I, I took one break uh, when I was in uh, Greater Than Plains playing music. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I have a I have a lot of shows coming up, but like after March, I usually try to take like two months off. And this is around WrestleMania time, so <laughs> like I usually take two months off so I can get so I can get something new, start like writing that. better. So travel a little bit. Like I know I'm going to WrestleMania in Philly, then I'm going to Atlanta, then just traveling and dating always. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's always at on the top of my writing list is dating. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna talk about this, this, this. Yeah. Man, so. dating to me it's always a source just because since people are all different, yeah. You never know what you're gonna get into, you yeah, know, with conversations, you know. Like just 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 to pull back the curtain a little bit on my life. Uh, I've been chatting with someone lately and and everything was a pretty solid match and then they told me they were super into bugs. Yeah, it'd be weird. It'd be, be, I don't want to say weird because there's people that love bugs. You know, I don't want to say weird but you're not into bugs. Yeah, I was like, well, that's out of left field. They're kind of icky, huh? You know, listen, man. I'm not not shaming her interests. That's cool. But I'm like, yeah, I'm not looking to touch a bug. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I fucking hate spiders, bro. And that's Me one too. of their favorites. I hate them. So I was like, oh, I don't. I'm. I don't know that I can sleep over. I'm kind of a mixed. Yeah. I'm kind of a mixed bag when it comes to bugs. There's a good chunk of them that I'm kind of, you know, like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll grab that. I'll get it out of here. You know. 
Uh, but there's a there's a few that that make me cower like a small child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spiders, uh, hornets, hornets get they're mad. But I, I I will say I will fight a hornet to defend myself. Yeah. But a spider can have my house. Yes, seriously. Right. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I got bitten by a brown recluse spider. That almost Ooh. that almost took my leg. My mom God did. Damn. It yeah. bit the back of her thigh. Yeah. Did she get she got that little tender meat in the back of her leg? Yeah, man. I got it on my leg and it it fucks man. I never yeah, that it, poison is real. Yeah. When when I went to the doctor to get the, the poison taken out and all that it's they like had to stuff the hole yeah, with gauze. It looked like I got shot with a bullet. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah. It's a big ass hole. It's so and, and, and you have to Pack it with gauze, and then you have to pull that gauze out, and it's fucking extremely painful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. My mom was, I remember her, like, screaming in pain. Serious injuries like that, like, where where, where there's, like, a hole in you is a weird process. Oh, for sure. Because you really get a sense of, like, oh, man, like, you know, you feel invincible in, in, in life sometimes, but you're like, oh, man, no, I am just a bag of meat. You know, mm-hmm. like a, yeah. a, a, I got a hole in my body. A sharp <laughs> yeah. stick be the end of me. I mean, we know? always we have several holes as is, but oh, sure, when sure. a new one arises, it's, it's a big a surprising deal. process. <laughs> it's weird <laughs> for having so many holes already. New and holes. then have an extra one that ain't supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, that's a big fucking deal. I got a hole in my leg. You can put it in my leg if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> new holes are disconcerting. <laughs> yeah. That one, that one hurts a lot. You can't go into muscle. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you can't. That's hilarious. Uh, speaking of muscles, the muscle of the Sonic Universe has got his own TV show coming out. Knuckles the Echidna. Echidna, Echidna, who? Echidna. Are you are you Echidna? I'm not Echidna to you. <laughs> uh, a six issue miniseries uh, focused on Knuckles and and what he did episode. after a uh, six episode. What I say? Six, six series. Six you issues. are you God are a comic damn, books. He signed, he signed a deal. <laughs> he wants it to be a comic book so I bad. I do. I uh, man, I want to read the Sonic comic, but man, it's just it's not for me. Can but, I can I tell you uh, why I don't love Adam Pally? Is, that's Adam Pally, Is That's right? the one that's like Knuckles' buddy. Yeah. He's the James Marsden. He's Knuckles the Mars, Marsden replacement in this. Yeah. He's fine. I think he's he's funny, but every he has one voice, and it is essentially like, Hi, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all he got. Yeah. He's very much the comic relief of this, and he looks like there's a chance it'll go a little too far. I just his voice grates. On that me. was the only thing that had me a little. Yeah. Meh. So y'all think the series is going to be good? No, no I think no, it's no. going to be great. That's my only concern. Just it only looks good. Yeah. Idris Elba back as the voice of Knuckles. I'm first off, good on him to do a little six issue uh, mini or six issue. God damn it, See? six episode mini series. I mean, well, I mean, well, Idris Paramount is, Plus can pay him. It's, it, you know, it's Idris, a voiceover. He probably worked for two days. Look up Idris Elba's last movie. Oh, it's oh shit. Okay, he was in What If. Uh, did a cyber he was in cyberpunk punk the video game hijack TV show. wow extraction two yeah yeah so he's had a little I ain't gonna say he had lacklusters but he hasn't had like a, <laughs> he hasn't right. he hasn't had any bangers had in a while a, yeah he yeah. hasn't had a banger <laughs> Beast was definitely a lackluster was it and I'm a so the thing is I'm oh a yeah big, it's one about the lions or whatever right yeah he yeah. he took his kids to uh, Africa. And I'm a I'm a huge Idris Elba fan, but he hasn't put no, he's any great. Yeah, he hasn't put out no bangers in a minute. You're so right. yeah, no, I, I'm in the same boat. I'm just kind of assuming because I like him. Yeah, uh, and and of course that he's I, a hard get. Yeah, I just yeah. assume. But all right, man. Hey, we all got to work. Yeah, I mean it's Paramount Plus. They got you know they Paramount's bad. got money. That's true. Paramount's a whole the whole movie studio. So yeah. 
They could put money in their TV shows, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it looks fun. It let's looks go like, back to that cast, if we could. This shit was stacked. Yeah, it really is. You got uh, Colleen O'Shaughnessy reprising her role as Tails. You've got, um, well, Carrie Elway, Stalker Channing, a Kid Cuddy, Rory McCann, who you said was the the Hound in Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. And, okay. and he was, I forget the character's name, but he was in Hot Fuzz. Okay. Uh, remember the the kind of uh, oafish guy? Yeah. 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 He was that guy. Nice. Uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd, big surprise there. Kid Cuddy, Rob Hubel, Paul Shear, Stockard fucking Channing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Stockard Channing is one of those names that just sounds like a quintessential 80s name. Yes. Like mm-hmm. they would have those types of names. Stockard Channing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a real Pierce Brosnan of a name. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. It's yeah. A, it's, Featuring Stockard Channing. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's an Alan Alda of yeah. a name. Yeah, know? absolutely. <laughs> it's a Joanna Kearns of a name. Mm-hmm. It's a Mary Stuart Masterson of a name. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Joanna Kearns, uh, you know what I saw her in, and this is a few years old, but that blew me away. So a few years ago, uh, shit, it's probably been like 10, I don't know how long now, but uh, there's a Danny Brown video that Jonah Hill directed okay uh called ain't it funny and they do like a sitcom spoof and joanna kearns is in that fucking video oh wow that's a surprise yeah and it's a wild fucking video if you've never seen it i will check it out but it was directed by jonah hill okay jonah mm-hmm. hill of the did you ever see uh, that what's that what was it uh, the, uh ain't it funny the danny brown video that was directed by jonah hill oh I it's, see a, that. it's a it's a mind fuck of a video it's like a it's supposed to be like a sitcom spoof uh, but it's it's kind of dark and 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 weird. It's worth a watch. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Let's check it out. But yeah, no, I I'm definitely down for this uh, Knuckles show. Uh, it'll honestly just be nice to find something to use Paramount for besides uh, Tulsa King and um, uh, Star Trek stuff. Which, Fuck which Tulsa King? Okay, well, I won't say I won't like say it. my next statement then. Do you love it? I, I like, love it, man. I love it too. Yeah. I thought it was. Great. I, I love Tulsa King. Even if it's good, I'm just against it because of Stallone and his shitting on Tulsa, and now they're taking it out, and I'm even going to fucking film it in Oklahoma at they, all. They're going to film it in Atlanta. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So about to be fuck them all together. Which is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But, but hey, I live in Tulsa. I mean, uh, see what I hear. <laughs> see what Stallone means. <laughs> I'm kidding. Look. It does get hot. Is I it mean, weird? Okay, let me ask you this. It's too hot. But. Let me ask you this, because I had a conversation. So We're Stallone, not Bartlesville. Could be worse. True. Yeah, that could be worse. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is one of my favorite actors of all time. Uh huh. Yeah. But he sucks. Yeah, he's a legitimately <laughs> insane person. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a not... legitimately insane person. Did you ever hear the story of uh, of Cobra? Do you remember the movie Cobra he yes, was in? Yeah. Where yeah. he he tried to get the writer of the book to put his name on the book. Yes. After I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I put my name on the book. I wrote the movie, so I wrote the book. Yeah, yeah, which was hilarious. You know, yeah, listen, you're never, you're never gonna get it if you don't ask. Yeah, <laughs> never gonna <laughs> get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Stallone's one of those ones. Like, I don't know that he's a good actor, but when he's cast in the right roles, he is great. He's great. You know, I like him in Tulsa King. You know, fits him great. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I feel like he's embracing the role, I, and I, I like watching him on Which screen. I, I agree with oh, that. I too. love. I love. I love Rocky. I love uh, Oscar. I love that movie. Yeah, I think yeah, Oscar's yeah, fucking Oscar hilarious. Yeah, Oscar. 
Uh, Hell, Guardians of the Galaxy, I love it, man. Listen, his little his little three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, I'm a Stallone boy. Okay, I loved Rambo. Loved loved all that shit. Loved Cobra. I've seen Cobra way too many times Over for a movie that bad. Yeah. yeah. Over the top is my shit. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. practically one of our, like, that's, that's. Yeah. The Expendables. The, yeah. But exactly. Sylvester Stallone yeah. is, is bonkers weirdo. He is a bonkers yeah, weirdo. That, yeah, that's why I like him, though. Like, yeah. we was having a conversation, and I was just, they were just like, you really like Sylvester Stallone? He's a terrible actor. I said, that's why, because he tries, but it's just like, I mean, it ain't there. Is, you know, until we find out he's, like, super problematic, like, I'm still on board for the guy. That's true, yeah. But I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. dunk on him a little. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, that, that's so funny that you talk about how you you like him. He's one of your favorites, but you don't you, you don't think he's necessarily great. Yeah, because I was thinking I mean, he the other is night. the most successful actor with Down syndrome of all. Time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we're gonna get letters. Uh, you can send them to olapodcast at gmail.com. Uh, my Zamp's name the one is that checks that. my name is not Larry Tibbs. It's, it's Gerald Harris. It's, that's my name. It's Gerald Harris. <laughs> Should oh, I have man. not said that? Nah, maybe not. Maybe. No, you, is it is it is it Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. So that's just a little <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. And it was just like, okay, all right, it was just like I had said that I don't really like Jason Statham a little. Like okay. I don't like Jason Statham because I think he plays the same role in every yeah, single movie. Sure, yeah. I'm just from a, fucking Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> it is just like uh he's just playing in a movie with a different title. That's all it is. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't have like any I don't know. Oh, man. we made fun of the beekeeper real hard when that trailer dropped. Have you seen the trailer for yes, that I have. new one? Yes, yeah. I have. And I hear that's just like a poor man's John Wick, essentially. No, it's, it's even worse because it's it's they're they're like like we said when it came out, they're trying to do this weird thing where they're playing off of like, what if a guy who was really good at beating people up and killing people did like a job that was like really Regular. innocuous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like who fucking cares? Like it's like it's oh. kind of like um like kindergarten cop or something. Yeah, or like uh, uh, what was the one with um, Gina Davis? Uh, uh, the long kiss goodnight. It's yeah, like a yeah. it's like a a, a mercenary that's a reawakened scenario sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I uh, that used to be me, but now I'm a regular guy with a regular job. Equalizer. And reg- yeah, equalizer. Yeah. He was an Uber driver, but he used to be this. Assassin killer. Now he's just an Uber driver, but now he. But goes, imagine how much less that would have worked if the movie was called The Uber Driver. Yeah, right. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> when you call it The Beekeeper, yeah. I'm like, nah. nah. You got to call it something else, like <laughs> The Finisher or some shit. Like, yeah, yeah. The that, Stinger. Yeah, yeah. The Stinger. The Stinger. That, that's that'd great. Be, I would see? definitely go see that. Yeah. I'm fucking on. I got Hire my me. tickets already to see The Stinger. Hire me to punch this shit up. Hell, you can just call it Blood and Honey. That'd be fine. I mean, you could. You get more flies with honey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So so coming off the Sylvester Stallone comment, I I was thinking about something yesterday, and it's kind of put me in a weird situation because I realized... You guys remember the movie Avengers Endgame, right? Yeah, sure. yeah absolutely. Big, big, big uh, denouement to the massive uh, uh, big, big, Infinity big Saga. Bear, big Bear Chase. Big, <laughs> big Bear Chase. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, the big end of the big first Marvel saga. And uh, in that big battle, I realized that one of my absolute favorite scenes in that movie, featuring one of my favorite comic book characters brought to the big screen, is one of the dumbest scenes in the movie. Okay? 
It's the scene where Iron Man is part of the big battle fighting Thanos' army. Mm-hmm. And who do we see join him in the air in their own suit? Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts, yeah. Here's the Peppa deal. Pig. Yeah, Peppa Pig. Pepper Potts uh, in the suit goes by the code name Rescue. Mm-hmm. Been a comic book character, been established for a while. One of my absolute favorite ideas. The idea that more characters in your world take on the same role, get their own powers, that sort of stuff. I love that stuff. I love the idea of Pepper in the suit. Loved it when it happened in Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. And that scene in Endgame geeked my shit out. It is dumb as hell. Mm-hmm. And here's why. When did she have time to get that good in the suit? Mm-hmm. Tony has been focused on Iron Manning for like five, five, ten years at that point. Well, he's gone a lot, a lot. So she's what is she doing when he's gone? Running practicing. But, but wasn't there a scene? Oh, she's got proxies. Come on, a corporation that big. How much work is she? But really wasn't, wasn't doing there a, in a scene day? in Endgame where Tony Stark, <laughs> where well, the daughter came out of her little house and she had the helmet on? Yeah, yeah. So he already had the suit built for. He no, he had the suit built for. Like I, like I, I know that like narratively they've definitely like hit the beats to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just feel like it's just. I don't well, feel need, like you she's massive a, battle ready. You needed a montage. I needed a montage. I needed a montage. You're, you're, you're going to need she, a montage. You want to see her put the suit on. Yeah, I a need sports training I need montage. a little bit of training because yep. I, just, I just don't feel like time frame wise. There's enough time for her to get. Because she was back to back with Tony fucking zapping the flying enemies or yeah. whatever. Doing and when you thing. fade out, and it looked amazing. It seems like, like said, more time so cool. has passed yeah. in a montage. <laughs> <laughs> when you fade out, it seems like more time has passed in the montage. <laughs> I don't know. All right, I'm I'm stepping off Do you my remember dumb that? soapbox. Yeah, you're talking about God. Team America, right? Uh, it was also in uh, South Park. One, one of the episodes. Oh yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right, you're right. it was in both though. Yeah, South Park uh, coming back to theaters as well. Are they? I gotta tell you guys the the, the thing at movie theaters. The bigger matter and un- uncut. Uncut. Oh yeah. shit! When they're re-releasing wow. movies back in theaters. Like this year alone, we're getting what did I talk about earlier? We're getting uh, um, Deadpool three. Uh, we're getting Deadpool three, but even in in the re releases, we're getting some crazy stuff. Blazing Saddles is coming back to theaters this year. The mm. Never Ending Story. Oh uh, shit! Stuff your parents might like. White Christmas is coming back to theaters. I should say that because my mom likes that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, there's so much shit that's coming back this year. The Fifth Element's going to be back in theaters. Uh, Shut that's a good up! One. Yeah, that's really. A good one. Right, it's it's really cool, and then we got fun new stuff too, uh, uh, like uh, a new Kung Fu Pandas coming out. You guys, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. That. yeah. I, I saw a new Despicable Me is coming. Right, yeah, yeah. we talked about that last week with Alan. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, that one looks fun too. And uh, I'm a movie head, man. I love going to the movies. Like it's so nostalgic for me. Like, yeah, I've embraced it lately, man. I for a while I wasn't a movie guy, but I'm just the the whole process. Grab some snacks. Go get the super comfy chairs. You know, it's I'm digging it. Yeah, it it, it brings back memories for me because like my mom, my mom and dad used to take us to the movies a lot, right? Nice. And I was telling, like, I went on a date with this girl, and she was just like, uh, first dates, we shouldn't go to the movies, right? But I was just telling, I was explaining to her why why it should be. You know, and what it meant for me when I was a kid. Like, I mean, you go to the movies, you got the popcorn, you see the people, you, I mean, you walk down that hallway, you see the upcoming movie posters, you go, oh, I gotta see that. And you're like, you ain't coming to see that. You just, the poster look cool. Mm-hmm. Then you sit down and you watch the movie trailers, you say the same thing. I, I'm coming back to see that. That looked like a good movie. You never come back and see it, but it's just the experience. 
Yeah. The experience and the movie is good or is bad. It gets closer and closer to showtime and you see nobody else coming in the theater and you wonder, is this the day I'm going to get a handy in the theater? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but it's a perfect first date because once the movie is over, you go and you have something to talk about. Yeah. Let's give them something to talk about. The bad. <laughs> and if it's a bad movie. Handy got, time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, that hey, movie sucked. You want to touch my wiener? Yeah. Hey, girl, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me. That's my go to pickup line is, uh, do you want to touch my wiener? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, if, 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 if there was some couple down at the end of the row and, and I could tell that some, some, some monkey business was going on. Mind your business. Yeah, I'll give a fuck. Mind Would you stay on that row, though? I mean, or would you move down two rows like a fucking gentleman? <laughs> yeah, no, you you got You got to be like, oh, okay, he gets yeah, you, yeah, you get up and you go to move. the row in, yeah. uh, in front, so like you can still hear it, but you're not. <laughs> <And> you, <laughs> well, actually, it's funny you mentioned here because here's the deal: I don't care what they're doing. <laughs> I don't care what they're doing. <laughs> Just no talking. Sure. Yeah, yeah no yeah. talking. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me focus on the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. no, you fucker, buddy. That's I, I fine. Could, I could take the sounds, but I can't <laughs> take I can't. If it's a good enough movie, you won't be able to hear it. If it's loud enough. I'll probably be that person at the theater like, uh, damn, he up there get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He up there getting it in. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, look. Fuck this movie. <laughs> yeah. When the sound stops and you hear a splat, Mazel Tov. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, oh, pal. Nah. Also, I got to find a new theater. Yeah. <laughs> One with less jizz in it. But, and then you walk out, you be like, hey, man, that movie was good, but let me tell you something. You got some good, good. I heard yeah. it. I heard it up there. The movie was you good. Me, Your you form me, was better. I was yeah. going to say, you want me to tell you what you missed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you weren't paying attention. Hey, look, next time when you do it, like this time, Nick, just turn her this way. <laughs> then you can both watch. You can use my shoulder next time. You can. You know how there's that uh, that app that tells you when the best times to take a piss in the movie is yeah, they need yeah. the same thing for like if you're gonna if your eyes are gonna roll back in your head with jizz pleasure yeah the best time to do it is at minute forty minute forty yeah that's forty oh man I gotta write that down man. minute forty man I got movie tickets for Tuesday man now I'm not sure I want to go where are you going <laughs> what are you gonna see go see American Fiction. Oh American shit! Fiction. Hell yeah! yeah, yeah. I want to see. Which one that. is Let that? Me know how it is. Yeah, that's the one uh, about the the writer. Uh, he... Let's put let's play the trailer again. I yeah. mean, why not? It's this is a cool. This looks like a really cool movie. Let me see. It's um. God, I, no, I you, don't, you don't have to play it because I already know what this is. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I love that guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so fucking good. I, I was just saying, I'm blanking on his name now again. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Listen, I'm I'm gonna see if that's the same guy. He played. Um, he played in Shaft with uh, Samuel Jackson. Go ahead and see if that's it. Okay, cool. See if that's it. I want to say that's him. It might not be. I'm trying to find. I'm trying not to go too far. No, it's like 2000, 2001. Was, was it that long ago? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks. Or nineteen ninety. There it is. Yep. There it yep. Is. yep. Sure. People's Hernandez. People Hernandez. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. That's a stalker chanting of a name. People's Hernandez. <laughs> he played in Ali. He was like one of the advisors for Muhammad really? Ali. Okay. Dude is a great, great actor. So, yeah, I do want to see this. Yeah, he's got a. The, his uh, filmography is a mile long. Amazing. Oh, for sure. He was, oh, he was Colin Powell yeah, yeah, Yes. Cool. Yes. Quantum of Solace, man. He, to, to me, man, he plays. Oh, he played in Hunger Games? I forgot about that. Yeah. His BT? 
Did you see? Did y'all see the new Hunger Games? I hate to, no. I hate Valentin Narcisse in Boardwalk. Them, he was great in Boardwalk Empire. That's one of the first things I really remember him in. Yeah. Really. Okay. What What were you asking? Did we see what the Hunger the new Hunger Games? Like the it's, I think it's the prequel. Oh yeah, Games. yeah. I th- we saw the trailer for that. I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw that. It was pretty good. Okay. I've never ever seen the Hunger Games, but that one got me invested to watch it. All right. Oh cool. no shit. Cool. Yeah. That, that's great. So it's I already seen out. Him either. Yeah. The prequel yeah. came out last year actually. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah it was pretty like December. Yeah. Oh okay. So it's streaming somewhere then. Cool. Cool. And then of course. What's this name, guy's name again? I'm Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. He was also uh, Commissioner Gordon in uh, the Batman. Batman. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Which he really nailed that role. I did not love that movie, but he was fucking fantastic. He was good. It. You didn't like so. the Batman? I love the cast. I will say the whole cast I really liked, but it was a little too slow, a little too drawn out for me. Really? Like, like I just and I'm a Batman I, guy. So me too. I, That's my favorite. I rewatched it and I liked it more the second time. Okay. Okay. Good. I, I did. I, I actually. The, I actually love it. Oh, I sort of appreciated good. the character building a little more, yeah. and I'm I'm a little bit more excited for that Penguin spinoff now. Here, here's the reason why I like the this one is because I'm a huge Batman fan. I, I love Batman, but every time a new Batman movie comes out, like they started over, we have to always start from the beginning. Oh yeah, this one went straight to year two. Yep. And I like it because year two, he doesn't have everything together. He's really not. He's he's starting to become the best detective ever, but he still kind of messes up a little bit. And you can see from here on out, you can see how Bruce Wayne, you see more Batman than you see Bruce Wayne. What? You agree. And and mostly in other Batman movies, you get a ton of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it was a little bit more like character building without giving you the origin story. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I I, I don't I didn't dislike that choice. And in fact, really, the first half I liked a lot more than the second half. The first half when they were kind of establishing things. Yeah. Showing where he was. I definitely I was on board. It just kind of lost me somewhere along the way. The but second yeah, time I around, why, though, I the second why. time around, the one thing that I was still mildly annoyed with was that the way they portrayed him being a good detective was a little bit too on the nose, Sherlock Holmesy. Like, yeah, uh, here's a clue, you know. Like, yeah. uh, now not all of it, but there was some of it that was just it felt a little too like forced on the nose. But like, that, that's the Riddler. The Riddler brought that out of him. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, okay. the Riddler had to. Because at some point, Bruce Wayne was thinking, like, maybe this guy is onto something. Like, maybe yeah. I should follow his footsteps and see. Mm. The Riddler in this movie made him a better detective than anything, though. So, yeah. But, okay. Yeah. I'm going to definitely have to watch it again for sure. Yeah. Are you excited for that Penguin spinoff? Uh, no. Did, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, Penguin has never, ever been one of my favorite. Batman villains. Yeah, I loved the way he was played, though. I loved the way Colin Farrell played him in that. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was really great. Yeah, but but I agree. Penguin is a tough one to sell just on paper. Yeah, um, if the show is good and starts getting good reviews, I might check it yeah, out. Yeah, I might watch. it. I think yeah. it's going to be the world around him that's going to make make it good. You know, okay. like because it's it seems like a different. He's much more of like a, a mobster version of the penguin. Yeah. And so you you can tell more of like a mafia story. Yeah. With with using just him as a character. I could see that being really good because of how Colin Farrell played him. Agreed. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I yeah mean, I'm gonna watch it. I'm like I'm like you. Like if if the reviews are really good, then I'll check it out. Then, yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. Give it give it a two weeks to see what people think. Yeah. I'm excited for Batman too though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that. definitely still on board. Is that next year or this year? Next uh, year. Is it next year? year? Okay, okay, cool. Next Good. year. Yeah. Uh, I got a Batman pick if we're ready to pick it and plug it. 
Well, why not? All right. Because I've been reading, uh, I, I read a lot of Batman comics, and there's one that's still fairly early on that I've really been enjoying. It's the new series, Batman and Robin. Uh, it's written by a guy named Joshua Williamson, who's also writing the current Superman book, and I've really taken to his writing. But the focus is very much on uh, Batman and Robin, Bruce and Damien, uh, so father and son. Yes. And it's really got a, um, you know, there's your standard crime fighting, detective work, all that jazz. But there's also a a kind of giving Damien a normal teenage life angle. Really? Which has been interesting. Because hmm. if you know Damien, uh, you know, born to Talia al Ghul, raised in the League of Shadows. He's the grandson of Ra's al Ghul. He's, he's had anything but a normal. He's, life. he's actually my favorite character of the Bat, Bat family, yeah. and he's been a great character. Yeah, yeah. And but but you know, not your normal teen. You know, this no. is a, a trained killer. Yeah. You know, a brilliant uh, tactical mind. Uh, and now he's going to high school. And I was going to say, but he's still really, a teenager that yeah. wants to finger fuck people. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> What's all that noise up there? The he's, still, he's still horny and, and full of hormones. Yeah. So this is like an evil Spider-Man story. It's it's it, it's. It's interesting because there's definitely something going on at the school and that Damien's become aware of. So there's there's something nefarious there. But it's um uh it, it it's a good balance. it's never too teen drama y. It's not like a CW show. Good. Uh, but it's 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 got some elements of the school life that I've enjoyed more than I expected to. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go and get that. Yeah, I would. It's only on like issue five or six. So if you want to try and find back issues, uh, you could still. Or if you want to wait till the first trade, it's got to be just around the they corner. They got they got audio. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. It's hard for me to read now. I can't. I'm so busy. I can't sit and read anymore. I got to listen to it in my ear. Yeah, I don't know. If I see it, I'll let you know. Yeah, let me uh, know. I'll do some digging. I just I literally just finished the last Ronin. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm like super behind. You know what the last Ronin? Is? Yeah, I know. I, oh, I do. Hell okay. does. Yeah, oh, okay. for sure. This, yeah. I know of its existence, but I, I've The not. last Ronin is... Uh, you're talking about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is yes. set in the future. Yeah. There's one turtle. Yes. And, and, and it's it's about how we kind of got from here to there and yes. what happens next. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Man, I'm yeah. glad to hear you would listen to that. That's a great story. Yeah. They nearly cried. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I love the Ninja Turtles, man. Yeah. Man, same, dude. That, in fact, anything, anything other Ninja Turtles that you can find audio on from the, if it's coming from the comics, check it out. Yeah, the ongoing series by IDW. It's about to hit issue one fifty, then they're going to reboot with a new number one in July. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, loving that. Yeah, any step, the last fifty issues, the world has gotten so big that some folks feel like it has kind of lost its focus. So yeah, I'll give you that warning. Okay, but I, I, I have loved every, I've loved every issue. Yeah, definitely. I'm putting that in my notes too. When I yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, talking about plugs, uh, we just had a, a fantastic Starlight Comedy Night last night. Uh, so grateful to uh, Zach and Terrell and uh, Trevor for coming out and hanging with us. Um, and then uh, we've got uh, that coming up the second Friday of every month. So keep an eye out for that over at the Starlight. And then, of course, on the pods, be sure you listen to the People Person's Paper podcast because seasons one, two, and three are all now available again for the first time in about three years. Re-released and hot. From yep. the presses. Uh, the uh, seasons four will be coming out. Uh, first half is on Monday, and then uh, next week will be the second half. We'll get five and six in the rightful place, and then we hmm. will have new episodes of the People, Persons, Paper podcast starting either the final week in February or the first week in March. So keep an eye out for nice. that. And, and, of course, next episode, episode 300, 300 baby. here on Opinions Big Like old a Big milestone. Yeah. 300. And then, of course, if you are in the Joplin area... Uh, That's right. Come out and see us next week because me and Mr. Michael Zampino will be in Joplin, Missouri, performing at Chaos Comedy. That's right. The Chaos nice. Brewing Company. Yep. 
Is that a comedy club? Uh, and that's a brewery, brewery. out in Joplin. Uh, yeah, I think I've done it. I think I've been there. I've been to Joplin. I'm performing. It's a decent little city. Yeah, it'd be nice to head back out there, and, and that's put on by a friend of the show, Trevor Carry. That's so. right. Thank nice. you, Trevor. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, Larry, you've got a big week coming up next week at the Looney Bin Comedy Club, right? Yes, I do, man. Um, I'm there February 14th through February 17th. February 14th and the 15th, we doing um, a Valentine Valentine's Day special uh, comedy show. Um, nice. I forgot the name of it. They go it's kill like the me. sweetheart special or yeah. something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull yeah, yeah. Pull it up. Pull it. Pull it up. Gotcha. Forgot the name of it. And uh, who's performing on that? Um, so far it's me, and I don't know who else is on there. All right. Uh, All so right. I think I think it's supposed to be like a surprise. Are you hosting okay. the rest of the weekend as well? Um, so I'm actually doing some time. I'm doing some time. Fourteenth nice. of the fifteenth. 16th and the 17th, I'm hosting for Guy Tory. Legendary oh, cool. comedian nice. Guy Tory. That's great. The Heartbreakers uh, special Valentine's show is the, the name of the show on the 14th That's and 15th. Right. Yeah. The and Heartbreakers. Course, Guy Tory, fantastic talent. Yeah, cool. man. I'm excited to work with Guy Tory, man. Like, if uh, he has a special out right now on Prime Video, it's called Fat Tuesdays, where they talk about um, the comedy culture in the 90s. And mm-hmm. he had his own spot called The Fat Tuesdays. It's incredible scene um, about urban comedy, but. Make sure y'all check that out on Prime Video. Nice. So I'm excited to work with him. Um, then, I know him from American History X. American, okay. yeah, he was on it. He was on Life too. He was yeah. on Life with That's Eddie right. Murphy. Ah, God, oh, that Lawrence, yeah. and Mar- that movie's uh, mm-hmm. so fucking funny. Yeah, yep. Uh, been on Def Jam Comic View. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm super excited. Then the week after, I'm, I'm heading to Wichita, Kansas. Oh, fun. Lava Hookah Lounge and nice. Yeah. Then in March, I'm. Uh, featuring for Jordan Rock, who's Chris Rock and Tony Rock's yeah. little brother. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yep, that's going to be at the Mooney Bend. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. I'm, I'm working, man. Killing, killing. <laughs> follow, uh, follow Larry on all the socials, Mr. Larry Tibbs. Yes. Mm-hmm. At Mr. Larry Tibbs. Yep. I got OnlyFans, too. Make sure <laughs> oh, yeah. It's only for fans, though. If you're not a fan, you can fuck off. Yeah, yeah. I ain't doing nothing. I'm just eating. <laughs> I'm just Some eating. People, hey, listen, people Real pay for that. Sultry like. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's actually more like uh, just really like your last meal. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm going to plug this in. If you yeah. are a big wrestling fan, make sure you follow me. Yes. Um, follow me at Mr. Larry Tibbs. Shoot me an inbox saying you're a big wrestling fan. And I will add you to all of my pro wrestling columns and pages. Uh, right now I have one called Tibbs Mania that's about to hit 10K. We just Hell like, yes. yeah, I can't wait. That's awesome. Um. Then we're going to be releasing the Wrestling Chop Shop, and then we got reviews and prediction on our YouTube channels. Get ready to come up. So if you're a big wrestling fan, hit me up. Yeah, follow Larry. If you're into wrestling, definitely follow Larry. Yeah. yeah. And got to uh, pick something else, uh, movie, music, oh, yeah, video yeah, games, yeah. anything else you've been into lately you want to share with the folks? Uh, let me see, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a real superhero nerd, so I've been trying oh, yeah. to catch up on a lot of stuff. Like, I need to catch up on... Um, the Penguin Show, I think that's just dropped. It's yeah. another one. Echo. Echo just dropped on yeah. Disney Plus. I yeah, need to I catch see up that on too. that. Yeah. Um some some of that shot uh right here in Oklahoma too. Really? Yep. Echo? Yeah. Really? Yeah, some parts of that. They they even did a release, uh, a release here. Uh, out on some, uh, I believe, at uh, a tribal land location. Yeah. You know, just because, of course, there's a big focus on the Native community in that show as well. So, nice. So. And I'm surprised I didn't watch the uh, Madam Web trailer. Uh, we did a couple weeks back. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The okay, that yeah. looks interesting. Now, that I'm really super excited for because uh, I 
Spider-Man is another one that I love and to have Madam Web. So I had to connect the pieces to my friends one day about how important Madam Web is to the mm-hmm. spider universe. Um, a, uh, a tie-in, uh, I just saw, you know, because I watch Hot Ones a yeah. lot. Uh, John Oliver was on there. It was, was and he was really great. Yep. Uh, but Sydney Sweeney was on there. Okay, yeah. and that one was very funny because she was pretty much unfazed until they hit the bomb. Which, if you watch <laughs> that show, you know that that's the one. Pretty much, Man, no I one can be, handle. I, cannot, I love as much as I love Wings. I could not be on that show. Oh, oh I would. Yeah. I would. Just, Melt <laughs> that first one. I'll probably be like, Yeah, that's it. It's too hot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tapping out. Although I would have to power through, man, because I saw DJ Khaled uh quit and yeah. I was like, What a weak fucker! <laughs> he quit after the second week, right? Yeah, it was like second or third. Yeah, he was yeah. like, No, I'm fucking out. Yeah, yeah, he's and out. I remember being like, Uh, no way, man. My yeah. pride couldn't take it. Uh, I'm trying to get I would into regret it for weeks, but I would right. fucking do it. I don't know about y'all, but I've been trying to get into anime a little bit. So oh, nice. Um, like I've been trying to watch this show called Attack on Titans. Oh yeah, I've seen all um, of that. I finished Demon Slayer. Love Demon Slayer. Yeah, was that good? Yeah, it was really good. And they have a movie coming out. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's just around the corner. Yes, that actually in a couple of weeks. Is it? Yeah. So I'm excited for that. And I heard you mention Godzilla. Yeah. Or somebody mentioned Godzilla. Yeah, man. So I've been trying Hilton's to watch. I've seen it multiple times. That minus one? Have you seen that yet? No, but that's on my list. Gotta see that. That's on my Gotta list. See that. And then have you seen, uh, you're talking about anime. It's funny you mention it because have you seen the one that came out in 2017 called Shin Godzilla? Uh, I've seen pictures of it. Are you on Crunchyroll talking about anime? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, my daughter has it, but yeah. It's on there. Is it? Yeah. Because I just got a two-week uh, free trial to Crunchyroll so I could watch Shin Godzilla again because uh-huh. I was so hyped after watching Godzilla Minus One. And they're real different movies. Minus One is a human story about survivor's guilt. Uh, Shin Godzilla is more about like government bureaucracy and how that slows down the process of helping people. Oh, man. But it's really interesting. And the destruction in Shin Godzilla, if you just want some popcorn, watch Tokyo get smashed kind of thing. Yeah. This is your movie. Okay, yeah, it's I'm down stuff. to watch that. And then with you know Crunchyroll, of course, they got that massive anime collection. Yeah. So so that it's funny you mentioned that because I've been scrolling through that, going, what do I want to check out? Yeah. yeah. And I think on my radar is Full Metal Alchemist because I hear so much good I've stuff heard about, about that, that too. Yeah. And I was trying to get into Baki. You okay. Know, somebody was trying to get me to get. I started watching Baki. It just kind of was too slow. Okay. Because I'm I'm a big boxing fan, but then I got into Baki. I was like, ah, I don't know. It's a little slow for me. Yeah. I gotta. Got to catch up on it, but all right, yeah. Cool. Trying to get some downtime so I can start catching up on shows and stuff. So. Yeah, that's the trick, Feel man. That. Finding the time. I know. Yeah, what are you into lately? Uh, so uh, I'm gonna repick something from a couple weeks back just because uh, he just won three fucking Grammys. But nope, if you haven't over. listened to that Killer Mike album, Michael, that's oh, a yeah, good okay. one. Yeah, it's so fucking good, and I'm so glad he won. Uh, so well deserved, and uh, it was kind of wild, uh, you know, because I've been a fan of his for so long, and uh, he had a lyric, and I think it was maybe Run the Jewels two or three, mm-hmm. uh, where he talked about being told. Uh, that he would never win a Grammy. Yeah. And the line is something along the lines of, uh, got told that uh, got told that we spit it too vicious and we'll never see victory. So can, let me ask you this: what was the what was the other nominees in that category? I don't know. I didn't watch the show. I just yeah. saw that he won. I saw that he won too. But yeah. I'll be honest: like you're probably the first Killer Mike fan that I actually met. Well, second, but I've, I I want to go back and listen to that album. Because I want to hear, like, why did he win the Grammy for album year? No hating or anything. Mm-hmm. Just, like, I've never, ever in my life been like, yo, I got to listen to that new Killer Mike. Mm. Never been that way. And it might be disrespectful to some people out there. 
Yeah. But I'm more into underground music, underground rap, and stuff like that. But um, I heard Drake was in the category, and I was like, Drake didn't win and Killer Mike. But Killer Mike, you know, he came up with like Outcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they Which put is him my on favorite like, group. Yeah. yeah, they put him on uh, uh, the whole world. Yeah. One of his first songs, mm-hmm. "Catch a Be Running Like Randy Moss." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then "Run the Jewels." I, the reason why I like Killer Mike so much is because I come from like the angsty political punk rock. Like, so uh, I okay. like I like okay. you know Rage Against the Machine. I like people that are talking about what's going on, and yeah, yeah. and yeah. Killer Mike is very much that way. But yeah. I also very much like his style. I like Atlanta rap a lot. I like that style. The sound. Um, yeah, and he's just, you know, he's always kind of switching up his his style a little bit while it was being actually, the same. Wasn't Atlanta the first ones to bring that 808 sound? Uh, they were one of them, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's just, I, I love it. You know, it's really funny. Last night, we were uh, uh, one of Rhett's friends, um, who we've known since they were very, very little, um, ended up sitting in the room with Becky and I and talking for a couple hours and listening to music. And uh, she asked, who's your favorite rapper? And I said, well, there's a caveat to that because I have to tell you my favorite rapper based on each part of the country because I got <laughs> nice. a different answer yeah. based on yeah. where are you talking about? Same. Do you know? Yeah. Same. I'm uh, like, I can honestly tell you, I'm, I'm, I think I'm West Coast at heart. Yeah. I'm West Coast at heart, but... West Coast is the most fun. Yeah. Uh, West Coast is the most fun, except I think the most fun East Coast is Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. They were the most fun because you did all the, you know, Q-Tip always did all the jazzy stuff, jazzy samples. Um, There's something about the the idea of, of California and the 90s rap scene will always kind of be like what I consider the birth of my interest in rap. Yeah, absolutely. Even if now most of the rappers that I love the most aren't from there. Yeah. That's mm. there's still something about that 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 Dre Tupac era of yeah. the mid nineties that Come will on, man. always be my base. Come on, mm. man. Yeah. Preach. I uh yeah, you know, I came just, up it's I you know, I came up I was obsessed with Busta Rhymes really early. Okay. Um I got I was really into no limit. Okay. No oh, yeah. limit records. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. C murder, silk the shocker, yeah. Mr. Ice Cream Man. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I I remember blowing someone's mind whenever I knew that he was called the Ice Cream Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. Yeah. I and the one Snoop album that he did on No Limit. Oh, I thought yes. that album was yes. fucking great. Yeah. yeah. I forgot the name of that. It's wild. Was that paid the cost to be the boss. No, that's no. no limit. Uh, I think it, it might. It wasn't Dogfather, was it? Oh my, no. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, Snoop, no limit yeah. record. I gotta find it. No limit top dog. Top dog. That's what it was called. No limit top dog. Okay. And and I remember that though because I I was coming. I was obsessed with Mystical for a while. Mystical too. was the best. He was the best rap. Well, Mystical and then Fiend. You remember Fiend and No mm-hmm. Limit? Yeah, remember the uh, the the. There's a couple tracks that Mystical did with Busta Rhymes, yeah. and I remember back in the day being like, I don't think anybody will ever be able to rap that fast. <laughs> Mystical came, like it's yeah. Then, <laughs> then there was a guy named Twista. Yeah, yeah. was Twista Texas? No, nah, Twista was from. Uh, he was not from Texas. He was from. He's from South though, right? No, he's from what? Uh, Twista was up. Twista, Twista was fucking fast. Chicago, I think. No shit. Yeah, let's see. 
Chicago's not known Chicago. for super yeah, fast rap. Yeah. yeah, Chicago. Oh, damn. That's wild. Oh, okay, Google, shit. Man. Where did Twister go to high school? Google. <laughs> Google. Google. I don't want to know where he went to high school. Yeah. <laughs> Collins, if anyone's wondering. Hey, originally known as Tongue Twister. That oh, makes a yeah. lot of oh, sense. Of course, of course. Yeah, yep. Tongue Twister. That's great. Oh, yeah, when he dropped that Overnight Celebrity, and then he dropped that song with Jamie Foxx and Kanye. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I mentioned chaos. You got any other stages coming up, Mike? You know what I do? What? I'm actually going to be doing a little acting. What? A little acting at the Spotlight Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, you the Spotlight you theater. on Broadway now? Well, I'm uh, <laughs> going to the Spotlight Children's Theater. <laughs> I am doing a few, play. Few roads down the street. I'm doing a play with my wife and my seven-year-old daughter and nice. about 15 other children. Okay. Nice. Uh, we are the only two adults in the play. Well, uh, it is called Madhouse. Becky's the only adult in the play. I that is fair. <laughs> uh, there is one adult and <laughs> a lot of children, children <laughs> and one teenager. No, no lot. I've been thinking about going to like. That's this is how you know you're getting older. I really want to go check out some live plays, like yeah. some, <laughs> some theater. Uh, yes, yeah, so just I want to get it. Yes, I want to get it to theater. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so we're doing that at Spotlight the first two weekends of March, March first, second, and third. Uh, the Friday shows are at seven. The Saturday Sunday shows are at two. You can go to TulsaSpotlightTheater dot com and get your tickets to come see uh, me and my wife and my daughter. Uh, we are definitely doing this for for Eleanor's sake. Uh, but we're having a lot of fun with it, and I'm glad to do it. I haven't been on stage acting uh, <clears throat> since 1999 uh, when I was Conrad Birdie and Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, really? That's right. So yeah. what, what is this one? What is this? Where, so it's called it? Madhouse. The uh, it's a uh, the essential plot is an eccentric writer has passed away, and uh, the family has gathered for the will reading. And uh, they're all interested in his fortune, but he's very disappointed in everybody. So he hid his fortune in one item in the house and whoever finds it gets to keep it. And a bunch of people show up trying to look for it. And it's just wild. Yeah, it's a good time. It's good. Bunch of kids, really talented kids. It's going to be fun. Did you say when it opens? Uh, yeah, March 1st. March 1st. First, second and third. And then the 8th, 9th and 10th. First two weekends of March. Yeah. So come out yeah, for that. I might be free. I might actually might come out to that. And then I had uh, I had one other pick. Nope. Uh, the new True Detective season y'all started. Serve, y'all serving alcohol? Uh, I think they have Spotlight? at least beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think they have at least beer. I want no beer. I want. I want. I want a bourbon on oh. on the rocks. I, Neat, actually. Um, you could probably get a flask. Bring a flask, yeah. I'm going to put it in my coffee cup. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm going to start crying. I'm like, this is a beautiful story. <laughs> this is beautiful. These kids are so good. <laughs> he hid it behind the chair. It's there the whole time. <laughs> it's in the floors. <laughs> you going to be shouting out location like kids watching Dora. <laughs> yeah. It's in the floors. It's behind, it's behind the painting. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the new season of True Detective is super good so far. Okay, well, okay. This one is a little bit more, has a little bit more of like a, um, it almost feels like there's some supernatural involvement in it, but it's uh, it, it takes place during the 30 days of night yeah. in uh, up in Alaska. Yeah. And it's... This is uh, all Jodie Foster, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's real good so far. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't watched it, next week is the season finale. So it's only going to be six episodes. So by next week, you'll be able to binge the whole damn thing. Man, okay. and, and I guess this is a really big season because I've been hearing a lot of things about this. This is in the one that people talk about it being the most like the first season. It's well, heard. 
and I don't know that I agree with that because it's a very, very, very different style of story. But it's um, it's just taking on different things. Like it's taking on a little bit of the 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 struggle between uh, native Alaskans and uh, corporate invaders, for lack of a better word. Um, you know, taking resources and and doing that sort of thing. Um, so there's a little bit of that element of that struggle okay. going on. Um, but it's been really, really good. The um, uh-huh. all of the acting has been great. I'm gonna put that on my list. Another yeah. one that's on my list is uh, um, Reacher. Is it Reacher? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the one on uh, Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is um, that the Tom Cruise one? No, no. It's, it, it's it's the dude. I just know it's got that giant fucking dude in the lead that's like ripping car doors off and shit. Oh, pull him up oh, because yeah, I, yeah, I, I got a, I got a fun fact for you or a rumor that I got about that guy. Oh. Rachel. His name oh, is... Oh, yeah! Alan Richardson? Alan Richardson. So Alan Richardson right now is being casted as new Batman. Oh. What? Oh, for the one that they're going to do under the James Gunn universe. Yes. All right. Cool. This is going to be the new Bruce Wayne Batman. Okay. All right. Cool. Good for him. Dude's definitely got the physique for it. Definitely. You seen him in Fast and Furious? Yeah, huh? He's <laughs> fucking jacked. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> super jacked. God damn. Anyway, get jacked with us here at OLA every week. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Don't forget, follow Larry on all the socials. If you're a big wrestling fan, hit him up. Uh, Get linked to all those, uh, the reviews, the blogs, the YouTube shows, the Mm -hmm. podcast. Yes. Everything. Uh, Go see him next week. Open for Guy Tory. Yes. Yes. LooneyBinComedy.com. Don't forget, go there, get your tickets. And make sure you join us next week for the big episode 300. That's right, baby. 300. 300. This is Sparta. Take it.